Quest Gaming Network is proud to present Minecraft Off the Record. Hi everybody, welcome back to Minecraft Off the Record for episode number 21. We are back! I am Joe the Widget Wilson, and joining me as always is the man from the Vader Town, Mr. Fred W. Hey Joe. Hey chat room. We only have 26 people Elder in the chat room, I feel like we're, we're light tonight. I think some of them left during our technical difficulties. Yeah, possible. Normally we have like, well, I had to ban someone too for 24 hours. So we have 26 people in our chat room, normally in the 30s, but you know what? Those that are in the chat room, we love you. Alright, and joining us as always is the man with the pigtails that can end world hunger, Mr. David Adams. No, I haven't used them for that yet, but I've actually considered it. What are the protein and nutrition facts on pigtails? You'd be surprised. <laughs> Uh, Bowbender could not make it tonight. He is with his daughter for her 4-H. So, joining us, joining us instead, he can finally make it again, Mr. Dan Boontini Wilson. Hello everybody. Man, it feels good to be back. Thanks all for having me back on. Oh, you've been right. here before? Yeah, well, yeah, he used of course to be I back have. in the day, you know, before we got uh, Bowbender. That's a time less spoken about nowadays. Yeah, that's the a dark part, time yeah. that I try to it's repress. Time now forgotten. When our ratings were really low. <laughs> oh, how dare you go there? <laughs> All right, guys, we have some business to get into. Fred, you want to take care of that for us tonight, please? Of course. Our sponsor tonight is Tweaked Audio, the makers of some of the best earbuds in the world. And if you're in the market for a great pair of earbuds, head to tweakedaudio.com. And now, check out, make sure you plug in the code off the record to save 30% on your order. Beautiful. And also, I want to make mention of Hobbit Days. On the 22nd, it's the yeah, 75th birthday for The Hobbit. Middle Earth Network and Warner Brothers, as well as other affiliates, such as Quest Gaming Network, are putting on a big online like TV station video shindig going on. It's going to be, I believe, what's the address? It's... um. HobbitDays.MiddleEarth.com, and that will be starting at approximately 12 noon on the 22nd, so this coming Saturday. Check it out. You'll see all your favorite hosts, well, some of your favorite hosts from the Quest Gaming Network on during the day doing our advertisements for the network, as well as our Hobbit readings, as well as famous actors from the movies will also be doing Hobbit readings. It's got a whole list of events for the day. Really worth checking out. HobbitDays.MiddleEarth.com Or MiddleEarthNetwork.com, sorry. HobbitDays.MiddleEarthNetwork.com 
Yeah, you All probably right. won't get to see the rest of the hosts until Halloween. And howbaday.com works too. We actually have links up on our websites that will go to that. I gave him permission to do that for this week. So go to our websites and you can go right there and check it out as well. I recommend doing it, guys. It's going to be awesome. The main events are occurring between 3 p.m. and, tw- and 10 p.m. Eastern Time. So get on there and take care of it and have fun. I know I'm going to be involved in it all day. Yvarman will be involved in parts of it as well. And some possibly some other hosts from the network. All right, guys. We have our hardcore update. With the whitelist occurring, um, we only had 17 dead. Because we only had 25 players. There was a lot less players this time. Um, mostly because of the whitelist. We've been dwindling at the whitelist all week. We even put it over 200 names, and we keep on getting requests every single day. Again, <clears throat> we are not inviting friends that are not fans of the show. Plain and simple. I'm sorry, but that's one of our uh, security measures for the whitelist. So they have to be, all submissions have to be submitted to either uh, MCOTR server team at gmail.com or at Minecraft OTR on Twitter. Only the, one of those two ways is the only ways you're going to get in. Twittering me about it, not going to happen. Twittering Minecraft off the record at gmail.com, not going to happen. Or emailing, sorry. So you guys want to get in the servers, wondering what's going on with the whitelist, just give us an email at that address or a Twitter, and we'll make sure we get on to you guys, get you guys in there as soon as possible. It can take up to 24 hours. Uh, if, if we typo your name when we're doing whitelist, which I'm known to do, just let us know that you still can't get in, and we'll get you guys in as soon as possible. It's just a process, but I noticed that the servers have been a lot more peaceful, a lot easier to handle, and it's been a very good thing with the whitelist. Did you guys notice anything, anything different on it? I've noticed, yeah, it's been a lot more peaceful. This, the servers have just been calm. And nice. We haven't been able to worry about griefers at all. I spent a lot of time on the build-off server the second week, and we didn't have any griefing issues. It was nice. I didn't get a chance to get in hardcore at all. Um, The night that last Sunday's recording, I went and did the community project on the main server. But the following day, I had to do... my, My week became hell, if you will, of busyness. I hardly got to play any games at all this entire week, including Minecraft. I got to jump in Minecraft periodically for a brief period of time to work on the community the uh, community builds. Unfortunately, it's just uh, I didn't get a chance to get in. I'm going to be getting in tonight after the show tonight, first thing. I'm going to be doing that again. I'm going to jump on with the launch of the server tonight, and it's just going to have fun. Guys, you have anything to say about the hardcore? Well, at least next week, maybe there'll be 18 dead. <laughs> I think we should aim for less dead, Craig. Yeah, with just everything saying. going on with the whitelist and everything this week, it's just been really hard for the host to get on and do the hardcore. Well, you know, technically, if you have more players on there, it is less dead. Anyway, you, know, you could have 18 <clears throat> dead this week, and if you got 30 players, it still equals less. Okay, guys, get this. I spent part of my day today getting, um, I've actually figured out a way to make the hardcore server now on the bucket server list. It's a bucket server that has all of our add-ons, all of our plugins, 
So you have all the amenities of our normal server now on hardcore. It includes locked chests, locked doors, everything. The updated chat, everything. Nice. Jeez, you guys are dead tonight. What's going on? Dave, hello. You alive? Yeah, Dave's your hardcore buddy, so I really don't have much to contribute to that. (laughs) I guess it's a good thing, though, that it's going to be like all of our other QGN servers. Dave, are you muted? Yes, I am. (laughs) I'm wondering what the heck was going on. I was wondering why, like, nobody was commenting to what I was saying. Well, what were you saying? I, I was commenting about how awesome it's going to be to actually be able to identify who's an admin on the server even before they die. Yeah. Well, that and the fact that the locked chests and the locked doors is going to be a huge benefit for the hardcore. Oh, you say that now until you try to escape death by going to somebody's house and they <laughs> lock the door on you. That's true. <laughs> oh, well, that's huh. more death. I locked the door on you. Go try and face those twenty creepers that are running after you now. Well, people won't be able to steal food from everyone else anymore. <laughs> you know, speaking of things being locked, I was having a weird bug on the Dodoff server when I set down a piece of glowstone and it was in the wrong spot, and I tried to break it and move it. It would give me a little pop up saying, "This glowstone is locked by Ewise," and <laughs> that happened like twice. And I that means he had something down. adjacent to it. Well, it was inside my castle. Well, you guys have been in your castle. So I tried generating the world today for the the new hardcore. Ran into a couple problems. I had to regenerate it three times. The first one, it placed a spawn literally on top of a mountain. One of the biggest mountains I've ever seen in Minecraft. A sheer drop, at least eight to ten drop blocks. Um... On either side, on every single side, and the spawn platform was maybe five or six blocks wide. That must have been interesting, to say the least. So yeah, that mountaintop, not good. <laughs> I could imagine. I didn't want to see like people spawning in, because we have the main bum rush when we open up the server, and seeing everyone just spawning at the same time and just die- falling off the, cl- the mountain cliff because you know they're getting pushed off. That wouldn't be a very profitable or very productive hardcore, I don't think. Um, The next one that I generated put you in the middle of an ocean and dropped you down like a 40-block water in the middle of the ocean. I had half my health just trying to swim back up to the surface. And there was no land anywhere. I put myself into uh, creative mode, and I flew literally 500 meters in every direction and saw no land. So I had to kind of destroy that one, too. So you've been having hardcore seed problems. Yeah, to say the least. I got a good one, though, this time, so it should be all right. All right, cool. Any gentlemen, anything you want to say on the hardcore? Uh, I hope I can be able to go in uh, tonight. We'll see if my computer lets me. Well, yeah. I- I think that for April Fools, you should generate a map that's entirely lava. So since people log in, they're dead. <laughs> no. <laughs> What's the point what of that? What happened? I just joined the server. <laughs> Alrighty, I'm going to be getting into the hardcore as soon as I get done editing and producing the show tonight. I'll make sure to put it into the main server. That I'm going to do that as well as through Twitter. So uh, I'll be in vent and basically organizing the community. For the uh, the commune. 
Alrighty, guys. Let's move on to our week in game. Dan, how was your week, man? My week was pretty good. Uh, As much as I could play, I worked on the Quest City and built... I built an office building for myself. I built a police station. I built a casino. And I am working on my house. So... Because of all that was happening, my trial period ran out, and uh, I decided that I wanted to go back to full player. So Let's just say it was a I, mutual agreement that you did that. Yeah. <laughs> I am now a full player now, no longer trial admin. So because of that, I'm working on my uh, house so I can have a shelter and all that other stuff, and... Earlier today, I went into the server and everybody was playing hide and seek inside uh, inside the city. It was really <laughs> fun. Uh, everybody was there. We had Epic Cool Kid. We had Epic Zombie. We had a whole bunch of people just playing hide and go seek. It was awesome. That's like it'd be fun. It it was. I spent my day judging the build-off and doing the video and trying to fix the hardcore server and then trying to get everything done. The video for the build-off got done literally three minutes before show prep today. That's kind of where my day's been. Anything else, Dan? Uh, Well, I've been working on a single-player world, but there's nothing really interesting going on in there, so not really. Fred, what was your week like, buddy? Well, the first thing that I did early on in the week was I actually upgraded the build-off server. It has its own server now, and it's, like, separate from any computer in my house. And then I spent the majority of the week playing on the new build-off server to make sure that it was running like it was supposed to. I actually constructed a prototype dirt castle that I'm planning on reconstructing on our main server. Did any of you guys happen to get in there and look at it? Yeah. It was kind of funny. Nice, that sounds cool. Arjun was on the build-off going, whose castle is this thing? It's got dirt and sponge everywhere. <laughs> he was using the pure BD craft. Did you tell him to load the right texture pack? <laughs> yeah, me and Dave told him that you have to have a quest craft texture pack in order to see the mud that you were intending. Yeah. It actually came out pretty nice with that mud graphic. Well, I liked it. Yeah, it did. It was pretty cool. The last night, Vector Parcel came and was helping me put the finishing touches on the inside since he wasn't really in the build-off and I wasn't going to be judged at all. I was just trying to see how cool I could make the castle on there. Mm-hmm. And I liked it. Nice. Anything else going on? Did you even go to the city yet? No, I haven't been on the live server since our last recording. Yeah, I've people been on build-off all week. People still complain that you never get on that server. I get on there sometimes. I've been mainly on the build-off during the last week. And before that, I was on there. I was making McDonald's, remember? Yeah, I remember that. You can make a McDonald's in the city now. No, Burger King. You definitely need to. Burger King. They got (laughs) to compete. (laughs) And then I'll build a Hardee's and drive them both out of business. Carl's Jr., man. Carl's Jr. is the better of the franchise there. Uh, Dave, what was your week like? 
Um, let's see. Where, when did, where, did, where did my week start? My week had to start uh, right after the show last week when we all got together to do the the, the quest city. Mm-hmm. And we all mapped roads, which was a lot of uh, uh, road fun. And uh, I got to name a few streets. Some of my favorites were the Tour Avenue. Hardly anyone and, gets that one, though. Uh, that's still my favorite street, though. If they're a hardcore but, fan of the network, they probably know where that came from, but that's not likely. Well, then they need to do... People who don't know need to listen to all of our shows and find out. Ha! Um, <laughs> also, I built a a, a lighthouse. Yeah, that uh, lighthouse is really the, cool. The the very tip of the the land, right next to the the ocean, which was I thought was pretty neat. And then I started work on my library museum thingy, mm-hmm. which actually is turning out pretty well. I got all the walls up. I have all the floors uh, laid out to where I know how to build them. And now I just I've been coming up with designs in uh, creative single player. Mm-hmm. Because I'm trying to figure out a good design to put as the the floor, on you know to make it look like a like a rug design. Oh, I see. So kind of like a mosaic pattern with wool. Yeah, exactly. That'd be cool. I like where you're going with that. I want to see it get finished. Yeah, I, I mean, if 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 y'all have any ideas for how I need to do the mosaic, like on the floor, I'd be all up for here. Yeah, well, I might have a few ideas, actually. No, I have to first, show you. First, I think it needs to be on the floor. Yeah. That's what I was going with. Idea I, number one, the floor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, I spent... What time I was able to spend in the, the build office, or in, in Minecraft, was all working on the city. And I love your your lighthouse. I thought that was fantastic. And it works. <laughs> yeah, it, it really does, and I, the staircase seven is really brilliant. I had um, I, I finish up the mall. I haven't got the uh, the store in there yet, and you and I have to collaborate on that, Dave, to get the admin yeah. shop moved over there. I want to move the black market as well as the May admin shop over in there. Okay. So we can collaborate and get that in there. Um, people have already moved their shops into the mall, which is off of Main. Well, it's not off Main Street. It's off of um, Mall View Avenue. Yes, people, this city is huge, and it's growing and growing and growing. It has pl- lots of streets with addresses. People have addresses in front of their houses, their buildings. <laughs> it's been, uh, it's, it's nuts. So I got the mall finished, and then I went and made, I built widget towers. I got the skeleton on it. It's this, that's the very first, like, skyscraper downtown. And I built two other towers behind it, which are far from finished, that I gotta work on. And one of my next projects, is going to be a city hall in that space between your library and the mall. That'd be a good space for it. Actually. Yeah, build like some kind of a monument, kind of like a um, a Washington D.C. type of look to that one spot right there. You know? Yeah. Has a city hall with the courtrooms in the back, and then the monument and gardens in the front. And with your be- library right next to it, it would look perfect. What, Dan? That that looked pretty cool. I'm gonna look up some designs and build it kind of like the White House type of look. Um, but then someone on the server had a really good idea. I wish I could give them credit for it. I just don't remember who it was. But they suggested a subway system, 
At first, I was like, nah, I don't know how that would work. And I thought about it, and it's like, oh, duh, this could be easy. So I, I built the first subway system from downtown out to the residential area, the Tour Avenue station is what I call it. And then I, uh, me and Arjun got on, and we built another substation that goes out to the lighthouse from Tour Avenue. And you just got a minecart, put it down there, and you just take off to the next station. It's really easy and convenient way to get around town. It looks pretty cool. And with my texture pack, the stone makes it look like a subway station. So all you need to do is get a stone, the same stone pattern, and put graffiti on it, and then put some of those stones inside there, and it'd be perfect. Wow, you yeah. guys are a lively bunch. So you want it to look like a vandalized subway. How many subway stations do you know that are not? <laughs> There's not even a subway in my state. If you go to a subway here, you're going to see Gerald. Yeah, you, Jared, the only whatever. subway that I have in my state usually come with chips and a drink. <laughs> it was Jared, wasn't it? Not Gerald. So we got a lot of big plans still, City. There's a lot of awesome builds that the players are building in the city. <laughs> I was I did a big oops. I decided to expand the land, and there was this designated area that I left to expand for more roads. Well, as I was flattening it with World Edit, I didn't see, um, Kim, what is his name? It's Ken... Kimpachi. Is it Kimpachi? Yeah, it's Kimpachi. Yeah, Kim I didn't Pachi see, Arch. he was building, he was building a cathedral near that area, and I didn't see his little, um, his hut where he kept his, his storage in there. Well, apparently I wiped it out with my World Edit. How dare you! <laughs> I felt like crud. So I went and gave him some goodies to make up for it and gave him some building materials as a way of saying sorry. He was he was completely cool about it. I mean, I know he was furious at first, but he calmed down. Hey, I make mistakes like everybody else. I just kind of nuclear blasted everything around and didn't see his. That's not usually a mistake, though, when you do it. Hey. <laughs> was, I swear. Whoops, it was an accident. I'm sorry. I got a Twitter message or an email from... Who was it that got it? But he basically was like... The uh, title email was WTF. Because he had just found the Quest City. I don't know if we have it in the emails or not. I haven't looked that far. Anyway, so let's get into the zombie's mouth. Well, you heard it here. That's from the zombie's mouth. And here we are in the zombie's mouth. Your news and rumors. We have another snapshot to talk about, Fred. What is it? Snapshot 12W37A. Which is adding... It's tweaking the wither. And it's going to refine him with some nasty self-defense. They're adding carrots are now carrot and added a new food item tweaked a couple of item sprites and leather armor now has a non-dyed layer super flat customization options which come with seven presets classic flat tumblers dream water world overworld snowy kingdom bottomless pit and desert also custom starts off with Classic flat with three options. Add layer, edit layer, remove layer. Adding and editing are NYI. You know, that, that's actually really, really cool. 
I like the fact that you can change the super flight options now. Yeah. Um, carrots are now carrot. Yeah, they're singular now, and they only show up as one. They used to show up as a bundle of carrots. Okay, fair enough. Also, the the new food item mm-hmm. is totally pumpkin pie. Is it? Yeah, it lets That's you awesome. actually have a use for pumpkins. That is epic. It's about time. Oh, I I I love the I love that pigs are now able to jump on this snapshot. We were getting to that, Daniel. We didn't yeah. talk about that yet. We we're talking about stuff prior. We didn't get to that bullet point yet, Dan. Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> Good way to ruin the show. Spoilers. <laughs> Jeez. All right. <clears throat> now pigs are now able to jump when players ride on them. <laughs> Daniel, any comments on this? <laughs> I, I love that. I mean, uh, I saw some videos of the previous uh, snapshot, and with all the carrot on the stick and everything, uh, and being allowed to control the pigs, but not being able to have them jump, and that looked, seemed like a huge nuisance, and this is a major improvement. Now, if you can actually control them, that'd be you, nice. You, you can with the carrot yeah. on the stick. Oh, so the carrot. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, what, you, what you do is you get a carrot and you get a a, a fishing rod, mm-hmm. and you put them together, and you literally hold the carrot out in front of the pig. <laughs> that's awesome. I like that. You can that. now control pigs. I thought they were just making it easier to get that achievement to jump off a cliff on a pig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't apparently, it, but it just jumps everywhere. You no longer have to punch a pig in the back of the head to make it move. <laughs> uh, added added uh, slash clear command to empty the inventory. Okay, that that could be useful. That's Evil mobs are now a little bit more fearless in hard difficulty. Then I, I didn't know mobs had fear. Well, the the that's all about how far they're willing to drop and take damage. Mm. Before they're not willing to follow you anymore. Some mobs are just going to be evil. They're just going to follow you no matter if they jump off a cliff, it's going to kill them. Okay, that could be interesting for hardcore difficulty. Because that's set to hard difficulty settings. And various bug fixes. So, the light armor customization, the dying of it, is about time they did that. The leather armor. It's going to be a yeah. nightmare for me when I do the texture pack, but you know. Yeah, I, again, saw tons of uh, reviews on the snapshots, and that looks like a really, really cool uh, add-on. I mean, I'd love to dye my leather armor in black and just walk around with a black suit of armor. I mean, who doesn't want that? <laughs> All right, next next on the bulletin board, Fred. Oh, I accidentally muted myself there. Jeez, you guys are all mute fell tonight. Yeah, it's because of Dave. It rubbed off on me. I thought I was muted for some reason. But Minecon registration has begun. It's the moment we've all been waiting for. Minecon 2012 registration is now open. That's right, the countdown to sign up for tickets, make reservations, and get ready for the most awesome convention ever at Disneyland in Paris, France has begun. 
Minecon 2012 will be taking place from November 24th through November 25th in beautiful Paris, France. Every attendee will get a chance to mingle with other Minecrafters, see notable personalities from the Minecraft community, including modders, YouTube video and series makers, and many more, and the ever-awesome Mojang team. Those who are interested should head to minecon.mojang.com to register. Oh, I so want to go, but I don't have the chance. You realize what they're going to do, right? What's that? Every other year? They're going to have like the whole Mo- Mojang team in there. They're going to have all these neat little things for everybody to see. But they're going to fill the place up with dirt. And they're going to have all the people who are going to Minecon have to dig out the Mojang team before they can do any interviews. No, that's going to be the year that I can go when they're here in the U.S., Dave. We got uh, it all planned already. I've been talking to Notch. We're sending texts back and forth. It's going to be cool. Right. This this year, they're not going all out, though, because it's over in Europe. It's just going to be like a Disneyland thing. Like, you go see Mickey Mouse, and you might have a creeper head on instead. <laughs> that would never... That would make me well, never it is France, so here people come by you. Again. It's a wee-wee. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, before I get into more stupid jokes, Daniel, we're going to go ahead and get into the Creeper Corner. All right, sounds good. Huh? Who's there? Show yourself. Huh? Oh, well. As Vector Parcel said in the chat room, lay boom. Here we are in the Creeper Corner. Dan, what do you have for us? Alright, for our mod today, I have something that I think Dave will really like. We have the Doctor Who Client Mod. It adds everything, and I mean everything, from Doctor Who into Minecraft. You have the TARDIS. You have... Weeping Angels, you have over 40 plant planets that you can go and explore. This thing is friggin' awesome. Alright, I highly recommend you guys go and download it. If you search Doctor Who at Planet Minecraft, uh, it will pop up the Doctor Who client mod, and you can download it from there. That's crazy. <laughs> I thought you'd like it, so I, I put it in there. Le boom. Um, before you get into the texture pack, Dan, I want to mention, bring up the fact that we are nearing the finish of QGN, of the uh, QGN craft or quest craft texture pack. I've uh, enlisted the help of Derek, aka Arjun, who actually spent five hours working and built and making the uh, the ghast skin. Oh, Joe, you scared me for a minute there. You're like, we're nearing the end of QGN, and then there's a long pause. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, we're not even close to that. Uh, the texture pack is, is not far from being finished. I couldn't work on it hardly at all this week. I did get pigs done. I got chickens done, who have kind of like a PO'd look in their eyes. It's hilarious. I got, um, what mods did I get done? I got... The green globs. <laughs> I keep my brain farted. Slime. Slimes. I got slimes done. 
And I got something else too, I can't remember exactly, one other mob. So we're getting closer, we just gotta get some of the mobs finished, and it'll be ready to be put out. There's a couple of things we're just not gonna do. Um, I've been working, experimenting with clouds, and I just can't get it to work right, so we're gonna use default cloud textures. But, most everything else is completely finished and will be going up on Planet Minecraft hopefully in the next week or two. Now, and did you have any luck with that mist fog you were talking about before? No, I just I can't get it to work right with how the programming for Minecraft works. I have to reprogram how it how it how the rain and the snow activates, and it just that's no way. All right, for my texture pack this week, I have the Doom texture pack. For all of you guys that are into retro gaming, this is the texture pack for you. It takes everything from the old Doom series and textures it into Minecraft. Be noted that this is only 64 by 64, but I believe it's definitely worth it. Because, I mean, who doesn't like Doom? Come on, guys. Yeah, but didn't Doom have better graphics? I like Quest Pack. Just saying. Well, I will do a full review on Quest Pack when it is Or Quest Craft. It's almost done, I swear. I'm going to work on a lot this week. All right, anything else, guys? Uh, that is my Creeper Corner, so not really much for me. All right, yeah, we're going to be... strange for us here and Dan do this live again. Yeah, I know. It was kind of odd not having to do play the video or the audio clip from him. All right, guys, we're going to move on to the real pixelated genius. Real pixelated genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Please Make Me an Admin. Mr. Please Make Me an Admin. I want to be an admin because I'm friends with the guys who run the server. We're homies. And I want to ban noobs. I want to rock the ban hammer. And here we are in the Real Pixelated Genius, your weekly build-off and YouTube videos of the week. This week's build-off was for Castles Part 2, done in creative. We were looking for three criteria. One was the exterior of the castle, second the interior, and three the grounds, which is all the everything between the walls and the castle itself. Uh, a lot of these builds were amazing. A lot of them were also unfinished. It's always disturbing to <laughs> see the unfinished ones, but... Um, a lot of these builds were amazing on the exterior, but they lacked one of the three criteria, so they didn't place higher than what they what they could have. Um, but major, major props to everyone who participated in this this build off. It was it took us an hour and a half to do it, and the judges were myself, Dave Adams, and Mr. Derek Lacour, McClure, sorry, also known as Origin. I've had a lot of people ask me to live stream the judging. But there's a couple of reasons why I have not done that yet. I'm not going to get into that. And we're, I'm thinking about a way to possibly do it and make it work. All right. So this week's build-off winners were... Honor mention number two went to who, Dave? Dave, hello? Oh, my God. It happened again. I'm sorry about that. My my mic messed up. Um, Honorable mention number two goes to Grinning Studios with his glass-addicted build. <laughs> the glass master himself. This castle was epic on the exterior. It 
it lacked a castle. The walls were brilliant. The courtyard area was brilliant. It just, I didn't see any real castle there, Dave, did you? There really wasn't. Mm. Like, the most there was to a castle was a throne room. And, that, like, by itself, with no castles actually connected to it. Yeah, I didn't see much to it. Oh, well. Um, he did a fantastic job, though. I was really, really, really happy to see Grinning Studios back and building on the servers. We missed him. And with all the different, I guess he came back because of the uh, all the security measures we've made, because he had a lot of griefing issues in the past, and we apologized to him about that. It was impossible to find the culprits, because there were so many different culprits trying to grief him. Um, that problem has been fixed, however. Uh, Grinning, welcome back, and congratulations on two points for your build for his crystal castle. Yep, double points. Double points. All right, Fred, what about honor mention number one? Who got that? Honorable mention number one was Shubu and Kamaru137. Their build was actually extremely creative. It really was. I was impressed with the creativity of it. However, again, it kind of lacked an actual castle quality to it. They had kind of like a little tiny throw room, throne room, but what really set this build way apart from everything else was it was, it was completely done underwater. Yeah. Which was awesome. Which I thought was extremely cool. Oh, so that's what was going on. I couldn't figure it out because I forget which one of them I tried uh, porting to them when they were on the server, and I ended up underwater, and I'm like, what the heck? (laughs) Something must be wrong here. I have to admit, though, Shubu's build from the previous castle build would have beat this current one. And she did that one in Survival. I like this one though. This one was was one of my favorites. Like in creativity, I gotta say this one was just like I was walking through it, geeking out because it was so cool. Yes, creativity it was phenomenal. I loved some of the uh, the town areas under under the water. A lot of Harry Potter references, which I wasn't a big fan of, but you know, <laughs> a lot of cool stuff underneath there. It was really impressive. You see, like they had um, the outer wall on the water top. And then the entrance that goes underneath the water and the entire build was within those walls, but underground, or underwater. And it was very impressive. You know, that's a problem we have with a lot of these builds, is people build really cool stuff, it just doesn't conform to what we were looking for. Yeah. You know, people forget that in these builds, I want to look, I want to see that really creative, something that goes out of that normal. If someone would have built an entire castle underground... Can you imagine a giant cavern with a castle in the middle of that cavern? How epic that would, that would be. Going out of the norm and the build-off is how you're going to impress the judges, not doing the same thing that everyone does. Well, well I built a giant castle out of the ground. <laughs> Kamaro is saying in the chat room, sorry guys, we tried. Kamaro, do not apologize. You guys got two points for an honor mention for an outstanding build. Um. Yeah. You know, a lot of people are acting disappointed when they see that they're getting honorable mention, but all it takes is one name in there to win the grand prize. Oh, heck yeah, there's nothing to be ashamed about for honorable mention. You guys, the fact that you placed, phenomenal. And uh, hats off to Shubu and Kamaru137 and Grinning Studios for their honor mentions. Two points for a two for a two-weeker, you can't complain, that's like a third place. Alright. And speaking of third place... Third place went to Lasky and Branhart. Their build on the outside was amazing. The aesthetic of the castle was extremely well built. The reason why it got third was what, Dave? 
uh, Lasky and Branhars was just, you know, from above, from outside of it, it was just, unfortunately, bland. There was nothing in the castle grounds. There was nothing in the castle grounds. The, 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 uh, what are they? The, the pillars, the, the towers of the. Yeah. Were just kind of like, meh. But, I mean, the inside of the build was astounding. Yes. It was. The main castle, the inside of it was phenomenal. It was beautiful. <laughs> the, the, they had amazing, uh, uh, full sculptures of the different, uh, People, they had a full sculpture of you, full sculpture of me, full sculpture of uh, let's see who else was in there. Uh, Bo, you mm-hmm. know, I I I usually don't go for the cop outs. These were actually done very well. Oh yeah, and I made sure to highlight most of them in the video because they were extremely well done. There was a lot of impressive elements to the build. I just didn't have the full picture we were looking for, um, but. Congratulations to Lasky and Branar for an outstanding third place finish. See, Lasky, Lasky doesn't always get first place, guys. Just saying. <laughs> Second place went to who, Dave? Second place was Commander Vimes and Swedgen. Yes, this build, at first we kind of didn't take a second glance at it until we got closer to it and realized, oh. But <laughs> the outside was really cool. I like the back rampart and how it split. Um, the thing is that there wasn't that much to the grounds. It would, didn't have much room for the grounds. For one, that's not how the castle was built. But the exterior was really well done, and the interior was extremely well done. I think that's this what blew was, me away about that build. Cool. The uh, inside of it was incredible. I think the most impressive part of it was the potion shop. Or the potion that was, area. That was, we were geeking out over that because we were excited we were wanting that for ourselves like for yeah. y'all to make a potion shop like that on the main server yes commander vimes and swedgen we will help you the admins will help you we want that on the main server in the city put it in the mall yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll build them a special shop for it uh it was extremely well done i love that you could put flip different switches for different elements like uh longer duration and when you pick the potion you want you press the button and all the all the uh, materials that you need for that potion just come out from the, the roof and fall in a little spot. Brilliant. Oh, that's, that's nice. The library in it was extremely well done. It was the best library of any of the castles I saw. Um, it looked like a real library. Um, now, the oversized beds and things like that, I, I didn't. that kind of threw me off a little bit. I know why I they like did that. it. I, I, I found that nifty. Yeah, I don't know who's going to be able to sleep in it, though. A giant... <laughs> Are you kidding? I want a bed like that now. Yeah. It's not about who can sleep in it, Joe. It's about how many people can sleep in it. <laughs> there you go. Ooh, <laughs> I see your point. In that, in that case, kudos, guys. <laughs> Brown chunk of wow, wow. Anyway. <laughs> so congratulations on second place. Goes to Commander Vimes22 and Swedge in uh, 4504. But we'd know him just as Swedge and Commander, or a.k.a. Vimes. Oh, right again. Our first place winner goes to who, Fred? Solomon in SPR 2001. Solomon in SPR 2001 got our first place winner. This was the complete package we were looking for. It had a very... It was crazy. It was crazy. It was. 
And the funny thing is, is they got hit the hardest with the uh, with griefers, and half of their build was destroyed in the first week, but they came back and rebuilt it and finished it. The castle grounds look like a medieval castle grounds with all the shops, and one of the shops was really funny, the, the painted cow. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I made sure I highlighted it in the they video. They even had a, a Fred's dirt shop. Mm-hmm. It was pretty neat. The exterior of the castle was OMG when you approach it. I didn't like the four corners that went out because they were just 2D flat plane. If they were able to, like, you know, flesh them out more in a 3D pattern, that would have been a lot cooler. The Banhammer as the main castle was epic. That that thing was crazy good. Um, I like the fact that it had like a spaceship element in the top part of it. Um, the castle itself was extremely well done. The interior was beautiful. The main lobby, all the other sub the um, sub branches into it. The barracks were extremely well done. The kitchen was beautiful. I love how they built the kitchen. The furnaces, the cooking area, wonderful. Um, so it wasn't just the exterior about this build that won it. It was the whole package, and it was the complete package. So complete congratulations goes to Solomon and SBR2001 for a phenomenal build. You guys got double the points this week. They each, they each get, what, eight names in the hat this week? Yeah, that's that's eight, ain't it? Yeah. All right, so our next week's build-off is going to be Log Cabin. It's a survival two-man team. So we haven't done a, a two-man team survival since the first castle. All right, but this is going to be different, guys. This is what we're looking for for this next build-off. Dave or Fred, do you want to go over this? Yeah. Uh, This one's going to be kind of an odd one. We've never done one like this before. This one needs to be... Well, first off, it's the the log cabin, as you said. It's survival two-man. And what we're looking for is self-sufficiency. We're looking for a working farm, maybe even a lumber mill, like a ranch with animals... It, you know the the but the cabin itself it it has to have a dedicated cabin that's a livable area you know the more detail the better yeah definitely and this is what makes survival a more interesting build off i know a lot of people don't like doing it cuz it's survival based but you actually have to really work for it to make it awesome and I give a lot of credit for the survival. I'm actually halfway tempted to give double points for survival build-offs because they are harder than the creative. You know? We'll have to talk maybe about that, Fred. That. Or maybe we could do a special drawing for a special prize from the survival build placements at the end. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think we're going we're gonna to definitely do something special. We'll announce it next week, what we're going to do. So get in there. get in into, If you want to be involved in that drawing, you got to do this, this build-off in survival. It's two-man teams. It's going to be a lot of fun, guys. You really should do it. Survival just adds a different element to it that is more raw, if you will. It's not as big and flashy and epic as creative, but you can still do a lot of awesome things. In a one-week time, especially with two people, no problems. All righty then. Well, you know, this one's mm-hmm. going to be really interesting. But, you know, same thing that we were talking about with the castle building. We're asking for a log cabin, so the cabin actually needs to be built out of wood. <laughs> Don't make a stone log cabin. Well, if they do partial like stone bracings or a stone foundation, that's fine. That's what you do for a log cabin anyway. 
Yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, you're going to have somebody that tries to build a house and out of stone and goes, well, why didn't I qualify? Yeah. Well, there's definitely a creative license on how you build the cabin, without a doubt. And we want to see the cabin detailed, extremely detailed inside and out. Okay, that's going to be the focal point of this build-off is that cabin. But a big placement factor is going to be based on the grounds around the cabin, as in the farm, the ranch, lumber mill, all that kind of stuff. Anything you can think of around it, like a well, whatever. Just make it look cool and livable. That's what we want to see. Like We want to see that rustic survivor man log cabin. All right. Uh, our videos. Minecraft. Our first video is Minecraft Happiness and Death Coaster. But uh-huh. Done by Xroder. X-R-O-S-D-E-R. Way better than Six Flags, according to Fred. <laughs> we talk about this, Fred? This was an amazing roller coaster, but that isn't the real reason that I put it in here. I know, it's the get, end. Yeah, you get to watch this guy ride around on this roller coaster that seems like it goes on forever. But the ending is the best part. Tell him about that, Joe. Boom. <laughs> I figured Joe would build a roller coaster like this at some point on our server. It doesn't happen yet, though. Not yet, basically, no. Basically, he gets to the end of the roller coaster, and there's a sign there that says, you know, the end, now you die. And it just blows up and kills the guy that went on this epic journey in a minecart. This was a really impressive roller coaster, actually. I was really impressed by the timing and how it went. It was really cool. I, lo- I liked that the explosion, the, where the minecart ended up, there was a bunch of TNT under there, but there was a creeper underground next to it, so it wasn't an instant explosion. It gives you enough time to read the sign before you're dead. Yeah, it does. What the hell? Kaboom! Any other comments, Dave? Alright, our second video was Minecraft Zombie Attack by Andrew M. Films. <laughs> when Pixelate Zombies Attack. This was um, a part of their real-life gaming video sequence sets. Basically, it was all, all filmed in real life, pretty much. And they had zombies attacking a guy with a backpack, and he empties his backpack and the Minecraft blocks pop out. He builds this awesome cannon and blows up the uh, the the zombies. It was I love those kind of videos where they kind of blend gaming with real life. And with Minecraft, it's just even more it's even funnier just because the way Minecraft is is the way it is as a game. And when you include that in the real life and they do it properly with editing, it's hilarious. I love it. Yeah, I have to agree. I really like this video too. Especially after he takes out the zombies, and then, of course, the bane of the player, the creeper, standing there when he turns around. Mm-hmm. And then he blows up, and then he's trying to empty out his backpack, and there's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sits down all depressed. <laughs> Loved it. All right. So that was our videos for this week and our build-off. Again, it's Log Cabin, Two-Man Survival. I'm gonna reiterate. I'm gonna say this one more time so people understand. A working farm, work a lumber mill, or you know, these are just suggestions. They don't have to all be there. A ranch, a well, self-efficient. The cabin itself has to be detailed inside and out. We want to see it livable. All right, guys, we're gonna go into the block party. It's a block party. 
And here we are in the block party. Everything that doesn't fit anywhere else in the show. Dan had to leave the show. He had there was internet issues. It was not working out. We were thankful to have him for the beginning of the show. That's why I didn't hear him for most of the last segment. But you still have me, Dave, and Fred. And we have emails to get into. Our first email comes into us from Soren Roy. Hello again. You, re- you may remember me from an earlier podcast when I emailed you about a water glitch. This was not fixed in the recent patch. I found this out when I was playing on the hardcore server and was trying to get to the surface when I hit an underground lake, which killed me. The main tip I wanted to put put out there to your diamond level minecrafter is do not put your water bucket in slot one as you all know you have nine slots in your quick bar i was mining obsidian with my diamond pick with efficiency four and breaking three and making more obsidian with the water bucket hit the nine key mine a block hit the one key pour the water anyway if you look at the keypad your one key is right next to q which is set to default to drop your item when you see lava, your first thought is to cover it with water. Not look at what key you're pressing. So I saw my diamond pickaxe fly through the air and fall into the lava. <laughs> well done, sir. Oh, that's wrong. Tip. Either remap your keypad so the button for dropping your diamond pick into lava is not right, right next to one of your items, or move your water bucket to a different key, such as 8 or 7. That's <laughs> a solid tip, Seren Roy. Sorry to hear about your pickaxe. <laughs> it is kind of funny, though. <laughs> Dave, next email, please. This one comes from Michael V. It says, Greetings, this is Lisnad. <laughs> and in case the email address didn't tell you that. And I have an idea for a new segment you could do on the show. You could have people submit others for acts of kindness on the server and highlight whoever gets the most submissions as a QGN helper or some such to give uh, recognition to those selfless fans who go out of their way to assist others. I think it would be a great community builder and possibly a good segment for the show. It could be something to add into the show, uh, not necessarily a part of the segment. And we could do something like... Block party with everything else. (laughs) Well, (laughs) and we could do something like maybe uh, a little uh, gift package from the from an admin on the server for their help. But honestly, there's a lot of people that do that for everybody on the server. So you know what? Let's go ahead and give it a shot for an episode. Let's go ahead and have people email us in who they think should be next week's community helper. And if we get enough votes and we get a definitive winner on this, we'll do something special for them and announce it on the show. You, You cannot nominate yourself. Cannot nominate yourself. Won't be accepted. You, but don't just send us a name of somebody. Send us their name and tell us why you think they should be in our member spotlight. Exactly. Don't just give us a name. We want to know why. So we can put that on the show itself and explain all the good qualities of that said person. And not admins either. Like regular people. Well, you can mention admin if you want, but it won't, they won't get anything. Because they're admins. It's their job. All right, Fred, next email. Next email comes in from Jordan. I made Fred a Dirt King skin and made the QGN song. I have also made my own guild called Mine Clan. P.S. I want Fred to come on and see the Fred Memorial. Memorial? Am I dead? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we had a lot of emails that came in that were really good. I'm surprised we only had three emails, Fred. 
Well, Joe. <laughs> I have been reading every email that we've gotten as we've been getting them. But a lot of them didn't really pertain to the actual game. Alright. What's what's this next part, Fred? The next part is the winner of our 20th episode Tweaked Audio Giveaway. Remember we said last episode, well I said at the end, that I would give away a pair of Tweaked Audio earbuds in celebration of our 20th episode? Yep. I don't remember that. Well, I told people to send us an email and I'd pick somebody that got their email read on the show to win a pair of Tweaked Audio earbuds. I got a lot of people that just sent me an email that said earbuds as the subject. Which, that was what I said, put earbuds in the subject, but you were actually supposed to have an email in there as well. And then there were other people that sent us emails that didn't have earbuds in the subject, so I'm assuming that they weren't competing. But one person that did follow the rules that we put out there and sent us an email that we read was Soren Roy. And they're our winner tonight. So we're going to need Soren Roy to send us an email at minecraftofftherecord at gmail.com and send us your you, uh, your valid mailing address so we can send you your tweaked audio earbuds. Yes, sir. Congratulations, Soren Roy. Congratulations. And his uh, email that had a tip on it and all that good stuff. All righty. QGN News. Email. Huh? What's up, Fred? I thought it was a great email. Yeah, it was. Fred, please, what is the QGN News? Well, first thing we should mention for QGN News is that Elder Scrolls Off the Record did not record this last week, but it will be resuming its regular schedule this week coming. Right, Joe? Yes, sir. Then also, the QGN Community Cast released episode 5 this last week. Dave Adams was our guest, and Vector Parcel joined us again. Yeah, quiet. Check it out. It was really fun to record. And our live record times are as follows. Minecraft, off the record, is at 7 p.m. on Sundays. SWOTOR, Reforged, is at 7 p.m. on Mondays. Planetside, off the record, is at 3 p.m. on Thursdays. Elder Scrolls, off the record, is at 7 p.m. on Thursdays. And Diablo, off the record, has a brand new record time at 7 p.m. on Saturdays. We'd love for you to join us in our chat room. Stay tuned, and we'll give you the live stream information at the end of the show. And remember, all times are Eastern Standard Time. And here we are at our final thoughts of this show, guys. Man, um, I look forward to restarting the hard, the hardcore now that we have all the uh, bucket server goodies set up for it. So oh, it'll my be God, I know. So it'll be a lot safer. Um, you won't have the fire spread, the creepers exploding. I'm actually going to turn Creeper's Explosions on because that's what kind of adds to it. So I'm going to actually have Creeper's Exploding and doing damage. But uh, the Fire Spread will not be there. And Lava Spread will not be there. You will be able to um, lock your chests and doors and all that good stuff. So that, I'm going to start that up as soon as this show is over. I will Well, after I get the show edited and produced. And I will Twitter and put it in the server when... That's gonna when I'm gonna do that. Open up the the hardcore. So join us tonight, guys. Uh, Fred. First final thought is that audio issues suck. Yeah. Second final thought is that our build off server is running a lot better now that it has its own dedicated hardware just for that. And I had a lot of fun building with everybody this last week. Skype just freaked out. Dave, what were you saying? 
I was saying I'm, I'm just happy that I have the library to build again. You know, at least have something to work on. Yeah, exactly. All right, anything else, guys? Well, did you hear me, Joe? Because I was saying something else, and then no, it cut, cut out completely, buddy. I'm sorry. Oh, I was gonna say as my last. Well, did you hear both of my first ones? Yes, sir. Okay, well, as our last final thought, I just wanted to say thanks for coming on the show again, Dan. It was great talking to you again. Yes, yes, it was great having Dan on. We missed Bo Bender, but it was great having Dan on again. All righty, how to reach us. You can find everything about our network, all of our shows, at questgamingnetwork.com. Minecraft Off the Record is at minecraftoffthrecord.com. Everything about this show, our server information, the whole nine yards. Minecraft off the record at gmail.com is our primary email for this show for any interesting questions to be put on the show or just to say hi to us and tell us your interesting stories. Uh, MCOTR server team at gmail.com is for the admins for server issues and to be placed on the whitelist. All right, you can visit our forums at questgamingcommunity.com and you can find my texture pack there under the Minecraft off the record forums. As always, we record Minecraft Off the Record on Sunday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern in our live stream channel, found at the at livestream.com forward slash the quest show. And Twitter, you can find this show at Minecraft OTR. Quest Gaming Network is at QG Network. I am at author J.R. Wilson. Fred is at Sith Lord Corv, K-O-R-V, all one word. Dave is at Force. D I E N Force. Meh. Nah, I don't want to go all the board on it. Dan is at <laughs> Boone underscore Teeny. T I N I. Bowbender is at Bowbender1. And, every, like always, Minecraft Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network. Keep on building, everybody, and I'll talk to you next week. Good night, everyone. Have a great one, y'all. <laughs>